This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. Here at 700 a.m. KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, 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 it's Frank uh, for Frankly Talking. How the heck are you? <laughs> I got to watch my language. Anyway, it's good to see you. It's good to hear you on Friday night. Well, man, what a week. Uh... Call us at 281-558-5738 because I'll talk about anything you want to talk about. But I got a few things to talk about because it's frankly talking and that's what we do on Friday night. Uh, first thing I want to tell you is I've kind of probably decided that I'm going to have to renounce my U.S. citizenship. <laughs> I mean, honestly, uh, I think I need to re- renounce my U.S. citizenship because... It doesn't pay. I mean, it just doesn't pay to be a U.S. citizen. When you're a U.S. citizen, you have to pay. And honestly, I don't get anything, really. I mean, the military doesn't fight. The the the, the border's not secured. I pay taxes for for schools that my children never went to. I'm going to renounce my U.S. citizenship, and I'm going to go to Mexico, <laughs> and I'm going to borrow a few uh, cartel babies and bring them across the border, and I'm going to do this maybe two or three times a month, and I get I get $450,000 a head because, because now they're paying $450,000 to people who broke the law by coming into the country. Can you believe that our government proposes such a ridiculousness? They've just created a whole nother slave trade, a whole nother human smuggling trade, by announcing that they're going to pay $450,000 a head for people who came into this country that were separated. Are you kidding me? First of all, it's illegal. You shouldn't, and they brought a lawsuit, okay? Now, I happen to be a lawyer. Some of you may know that. I may have said it before. In fact, if you need a lawyer, call me. I'll be glad to help you. I, I, that's just an advertisement. But I will just tell you that that uh, that what they've done is it's so ridiculous. The law does not allow recoveries for illegal activities, if you're involved in an illegal activity, you can't sue on your illegal activity, okay? <laughs> the law is sometimes an ass, but it's not that much of an ass. And so at least it allows you to, it has some measure of, of, of justice. I hate to say use the word because we don't see justice these days very much, although we do see it in the Harris County Courts, I will say that. But, I, but let me just say, that think about what I'm telling you. People have broken the law. They've committed a crime. They've come into the country illegally. We separated them because we were required to separate children from parents. You couldn't put children in with adults. There was no like way to track them because they had no tracking, and many of them came in 
not with their parents, but just with the one adult. And now we're going to pay as taxpayers and citizens of the United States $450,000 a head. That means $450,000 for the child, $450,000 for the alleged mother, $450,000 for the alleged father, and maybe $450,000 for each one of the other siblings. Now, I just asked this question. How many of you listening to me tonight have ever been paid $450,000 by the U.S. government? I'll raise my hand first. I was ne- I've never been paid. I- I'll take the pledge. I have never been paid $450,000 by the U.S. government for breaking the law. Or for any reason, even for observing the law. Even for being 67 years old and having observed the law most of the time. I have not spent four I have not been paid four hundred and fifty thousand dollars for anything except for what I've done with the own with the work I've done myself with my own brain, my own back, and my own stupidity. I have been paid that money, but not by the government, by private citizens, or by employers. This is the most absurd thing that I have heard. I want to know what y'all think. Call me at 281-558-5738 because it just got my, it really got me upset to hear about that today. Francis, Riley, please take over before I blow a gasket. No, I don't want you to blow a gasket, but I, I do want to ask a question. Okay. Where's the money going to come from? Well, where it always comes from, the printing press. Oh, okay. That, 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 that uh, the fake money machine. Yeah, I'd like to have one of those myself. Unfortunately, I don't. Uh, I, when does it ever run out? When it runs out of ink or, or, or when? It never runs out, my friend. <laughs> well, they keep stacking the debt up. I think we're at $30 trillion. Yeah, well, what difference does it make? Well, apparently, uh, well, when, when the interest rate have to kick up, it's a problem. Ah, well, when the interest rate kicks up, of course it will be a problem. And now you're talking like an ordinary white guy. What's no, I'm not. I'm talking about... I'm not a boring guy. You are a boring guy. Okay, You're talking yeah, about right. interest okay. rates and whatever. Right. Well, you this, know, whatever. This, this boring guy is paying three nineteen at the at the tank for middle grade, and I'm watching the prices go up. And we're seeing we saw where Exxon made six six billion dollars the last quarter, and and at the end of the day. You got inflation, and the only way to tamp it down is to raise the interest rates. And then what are you going to do? And where's all this darn money going to yeah, come here's from? The, here's the deal. Exxon used to be like you know six billion dollars the last quarter. Biden wants to pay out up to a billion or more right now for illegal aliens or migrants or whatever you want to call them. I call them smart. I mean, if you were a person in a poor country, why wouldn't you do this? If you were the cartels in in Mexico, why wouldn't you do this? If you were the cartels in Mexico, instead of shipping dope, you just ship humans over the border, you get 450000 a head, I guarantee you any money you pay those people, they're going to get their rip. I mean, I, 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 it, it's, it's ridiculous. Let's take this call. We got a call from uh, Tracy on line one. Hey, Tracy. Hey, Frank. How are Come you? On, let's not take the bait. I'm, I'm doing better. Thank you. Uh, let's not take the bait. This is the shiny object. That they dropped on a Friday to get people to talk about this over the weekend so we don't dig into the details of all of these crazy bills. 
like the you know on the free child care where they require that every child care worker have a college degree you know let's let's pull out the, the nuts and bolts seated. of the bill and talk hey, about that go ahead what i didn't hear you let's, tracy let's talk let's pull out the nuts and bolts of all the components of these crazy uh, spending bills that Biden wants to pass next oh, week. Well, yeah, well, I'm going to get to that, but yeah, go ahead. But this is not bait, Tracy. This is this is stupidity, and somebody has to stop it where it starts. I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously, I mean, yes, the bills are important, and and they and those are overriding. But this is just another symptom of the absolute dismantling of the country. I mean, if you do this, it's like putting, instead of putting a bounty on criminals, instead of putting bounty. You know it's not going to happen. It's just a fake. Well, no, it's not a fake. It's not a fake. I mean, it will happen. Let me tell you why it will happen, Trey, or it could happen. Because you don't have to vote on it. You understand? You it, this, is not, this is within the discretion of the federal government to do this. Because there are lawsuits pending concerning these matters, and a number of large law firms have brought these cases, and what they're doing is telling us about it, but they, because what they have to do is they have to approve it before the Justice Department, on the civil side of the Justice Department, settles these cases. And so, and so what they're doing is announcing it as if they put it in the Federal Register but they have they have the total discretion to do this without Congress voting on it, without the Senate voting on it. So it's not a question of them asking permission. It's a question of just saying what they're going to do. Okay? I mean, and so, uh, yes, I, I agree with you that the overriding issue is the, is the budget and, and, and these new bills and the fact that they ratcheted down from Whatever it was, three point seven five million trillion dollars to a little uh, two trillion dollars, a little more than two trillion dollars, or a little less than two trillion dollars. It doesn't matter. It's the problem is that what's in those bills, Tracy, and you're absolutely right that it's what's in those bills that are absolutely corrosive to the underpinnings and the pier which the United States of America has been built on. The pilings well, of the country. Well, they're throwing out craziness now. And, of course, last week, like last Monday, they said, oh, there's a new Delta variant that mm. is more virulent. Well, of course they said that because people are not getting the vaccine. And so they want it. They have to ratchet up the fear. And it's like just keep throwing stuff out there to, to yes. uh, anglify the public. And the problem I have is... The people with the vaccines can spread the disease. Yeah. So why are they worried about the people who choose not to get the vaccine spreading the disease? If everybody can spread the disease, then they ought to let everybody live and let live. Of course. It's not a true vaccine. (laughs) Hey, we know that. Yes. All right, Tracy. Thanks. I appreciate talking to you. I hope you're doing well, and I, I love talking to you. And I'm sorry about Kansas City. They're just not doing so good. You know, you better pray some more. I know. It, it, yeah. Well, the home <laughs> he has to do better. Let's take Well, the defense has to protect him. That's why his his rhythm is off. Uh, yeah. 
I guess that may be it. May be too many commercials for uh, Subway or something. But anyway, okay. Thanks, Tracy. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Let's thanks. let's take Vince on line two. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Vince. How are you, my brother? Not too bad. You know, I think that you know we come to the point in time. We need to have a march on Washington. Oh, Jesus. I mean, we have a march on Washington. We'll all be in jail even if we're just standing there taking a pee on a tree. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> we could we could get so many people up there that they could even get out of that damn place. They'd have to take helicopters off the top of the Capitol. <laughs> well, I would like to see many of the people in the Capitol leaving like the people had to flee Afghanistan. I mean, the... The the embassy had to be evacuated in Afghanistan. About well, the- or in well, they're the age that they're more Vietnamese era. They remember Vietnam. I do. I'm of I'm I'm of that era. I certainly do remember the Vietnam times. Me too. I'm 67. So yeah. I'm so so am I, my friend. We're the same age. But you know, I think we definitely are at a point where it's old farts need to stand up and uh, be a little more aggressive, aggressive in in, in you know action. Well, like that. <laughs> well, I, I I agree with you, and I'm trying to do what I can by having this radio show in terms of doing something else. I mean, the problem is, uh, I kind of I, I kind of think that I really like the way it's set up right now, because what's happening now is we have this groundswell of mama bears who have basically more vicious. You know, I have two Rottweilers. And one of the Rottweiler, well, the female Rottweiler would be is very vicious, and she attacks everything. And the male Rottweiler is much bigger and powerful, and waits till the female Rottweiler basically gets after the prey, and then he comes out and pounces on it. And what's happening now is exactly what's going on in this country. The mama bears have been riled up, and they are held to pay when you get them in the mode of actually taking action. And what are they going to do about mama bears? Are they going to put them in jail for months without water and solitary confinement? It's easy for them to do that in Washington, D.C. by grabbing a bunch of, you know, uh, Trump supporters. I don't know of any women that were actually arrested, but a bunch of guys that were Trump supporters and throw them in jail without any rights, without any without any basic bail, and without any of the protections of the Constitution. But what are they going to do with the mama bears? Are they going to do that? Well, you know what we could also do? What? We we could also, I think in Dallas, if you take less than $1,000, you're not going to prosecute. Maybe everybody up in Dallas goes into a store and just walks out with something. Well, yeah, but they got that in San Francisco, too. You can go in and just, I mean, you can just, you know, this is the whole point. You know, I've worked since I'm about, you know, I don't know, 12, 14, whatever. I started a little business, whatever. I thought I was a, I, I must say I misrepresented myself as an expert in in horticulture. And I would cut grass and I, I would plant plants and sell them to the, sell them to the suburban ladies and you know they they thought I was cute and I made a living but and I I guess I've done the same thing ever since but the point is I've never done that and the point but now the country is rewarding 
breaking the law rather than observing the law. If you're a law-abiding citizen, you are punished. You are locked down. You are told you must take the vaccine, even if you have medical reasons, even if you have reservations about the side effects, even if you have religious reasons. You can be fired. You can lose your job. You can't go to the theater. You can't do this. You can't do that. And you're basically excluded from society. But if you break the law and come in as an illegal migrant or alien or whatever you want to call them, uh, and you come into the country, oh, well, you can maybe get $450,000 ahead because we're sorry we mistreated you. We didn't put you up at the Hilton Hotel. We put you up at the Days Inn. There was a mistreatment. Uh, we're so sorry. We, you know, well, besides, we, well, we paid for your school and medical, but, you know, we didn't treat you as well as you should be. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it's ridiculous. You break the law, you get rewarded. You don't break the law, you get kicked. I mean, that's what—that's the way it is. What's citizenship worth in America? Unless we stand up for it, my friend, my 67-year-old. Right. No values, mama. no ethics, no integrity remains in this country a, in Washington, D.C. Well, I will say this. I, I will say this with you, Vince. <laughs> what you just said is absolutely true with regard to Washington, D.C., I still do have faith in the heartbeat of America. And I used to say when I was, you know, Vince, stay on the line here because I want to say this. I used to say that when they used to advertise Chevrolet, the heartbeat of uh, the heartbeat of America, and they used to talk about that. Now I say I will never, ever, ever buy a General Motors car because they are laying, they are laying in bed with the Chinese. They have undercut the United States. They are trying to debilitate our country. They are, they banked everything on electric vehicles. Electric vehicles are, are the, are at just the tip of the iceberg. And it's basically a way for the United, for the Chinese to undercut the strength of America. We are a fossil fuel country we provide clean energy and we have it in abundance they don't we do and they are trying to shift the balance here by taking away our strength and they they package it up just like black lives matter with their communist manifesto breakdown of the family package themselves out, uh, uh, that they were protecting black folks and they weren't they basically wanted to undercut the, the values of the country so too with regard to all this stuff about green and climate, it's nothing more than to take away from the United States the strength that has made us what we are. And we should not allow it, and we, and it's going to happen. In Virginia, it's going to happen because of the mama bears, not because of the papa bears. Let me tell you about one person who was a director and one of the founders of Black Lives Matter. Yep. Back in the Clinton era, there was a bombing in the, sta- in the, in the Capitol in D.C. Yep. They, the weathermen. They found... People, they put them in jail. They sent them to prison, and good old Barney Fank petitioned to let them get out. The lady got out, and she founded and was one of the big founding members of Black Lives Matter. Uh, exactly, and they've made millions of dollars. And you know what? The major corporations have paid all kinds of extortion money because they basically wanted to ride the wave of social change. Well, what I say is, social change is coming. And it's, it's going to be the way America wants it, the way the people of America want it, the way the decent people in all the towns in this country. If you look at the country, it basically has the same values except in the big cities, but the people are awakening and 
they made a fatal mistake when they basically started attacking our kids by trying to turn them into racists, by exposing them, which, look, I'm no, I'm, I, I, I'm no saint. I, I, I'm a sinner, okay? I always say that. But the, but, and it's true. But the point is, I'm 67 years old, but when you start messing with kids and their innocence and taking away their, their, their just learning, reading, writing, arithmetic in schools and start exposing them to crazy kind of, you know, if you're an adult and you want to do crazy sex things, that's up to you. But, 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 and I, I'm not judging anybody in terms of that. I, I'm not God. But what I'm saying to you is when they start exposing kids to that in grammar school and middle school and high school, I find it absolutely per, uh, perverse, and I, fi- I mean, it's basically condo- uh, condoning pedophilia in terms of uh, when kids are when kids are that age, they're so vulnerable, and then as they get to middle school, they're you know they're they're getting more active, and then high school even more active, and what you're doing is sto- putting fuel on a fire that's already burning in a perverse way. The school shouldn't be involved in that. Children learn the uh, and kids learn, you know, as they grow up. But the way they've done this, it absolutely disgusts me. And the mama bears are standing up in Virginia and all across this country. And it it's so fitting that the revolution in this country will be led by the women. Because are you an Astros fan? Oh, absolutely, I'm an Astros fan. In fact, I'm trying to well, get over right. this show so I can go see the game. Go ahead. Well, I <laughs> I watched them play the national anthem. I was never more impressed in my life. I think almost every player on both teams, when they played the national anthem, hats off in their hand across their hearts. Go watch NBA, and I'm a big fan of the Rockets. Go watch the Texans. Go watch any other professional sport, and I guarantee you they won't come close to matching that. Well, the NBA is bought and sold by the Chinese, and I'm going to talk about that in a second. Thanks, Vince. I appreciate the call. It was a good good discussion tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh, I sure do. Take care, man. Thanks, Vince. Take care. What do you got to say, Francis Riley, about what we've been talking about? Well, I like what Vince had to say about walking on D.C., but the other the other option is to walk away from D.C. That's what I'm saying. You know, and, and just ignore them and, and get back to, you know, as some of the, the callers have said, get well, back to local and community. We're taking a break here. Are we, are we uh, Steve? Okay, we're taking a break. We'll come back in a minute. They got to get their commercials in, so here it comes. When do I get my percentage of those commercial advertisers, Steve? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not the boss, I know. <laughs> The Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays at 3 on The Voice of Texas, AM 700 KSEV. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show. I used to live down the dial a couple of notches during this time period in the morning, but I think I found a new home. And it's why I'm going to tune in. You gave them some very tough questions. You know, some of the toughest questions that I've heard an interviewer give a seasoned politician like that. And just like all seasoned politicians, before they answer the question, they run interference. The Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. I'm Joe Don Rooney from Rascal Flats, and I absolutely love being a part of this band. It's an honor and really a lot of fun. Sometimes, though, you can feel the pressure to perform night after night. It can get stressful. Thankfully, I know my bandmates will look out for me, and I'll look out for them. 
When you see a friend feeling the effects of stress, let them know you're there for them. Sometimes that's all they need. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. For many years, the Pine Box has been helping families gain insight into the often confusing and extremely expensive task of arranging a loved one's funeral. I have worked with Pine Box in the death of two family members because I know I can trust Chip Beresford at the Pine Box. He's the owner. To be sure that he walks me through that process and that I am prepared for the funeral and that I get the quality I seek without breaking the budget. Because it's a very difficult thing. No one wants to feel like a cheapskate handling a funeral of a loved one. But you also can't afford to go broke either. You know, funerals are statistically the third largest expense in someone's life. The Pine Box sells the same caskets and funeral merchandise that is offered at funeral homes, but at a tremendous savings. And delivery is immediate and free within the Houston area. Stop by one of the three Houston locations or visit their website, thepinebox.com, or call Chip directly at 1-888-PINE-BOX. That's 1-888-PINE-BOX. I trusted them, and you can. The Pine Box. This is a St. Jude moment. Ashton was a high-level athlete, and in an instant, your world flips, and your healthy five-year-old competitive cheerleader has a brain tumor. And the physician was like, your best option is St. Jude. Receiving treatment that was life-saving for our child and knowing that that treatment would be of no cost to us was a huge weight lifted. Learn more at stjude.org. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual Urgent Care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. This is Kevin O'Hara with O'Hara and Company Real Estate. Our country's founding fathers drafted a document that is the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their powers from the consent of the governed. My friends at O'Hare & Company Real Estate, we believe we're at our precipice in time where we must take back our country. We must stand up for our freedoms or lose them forever. Please don't sit idle and let it slip away. Don't let anyone force you to do something you choose not to. As JFK said, if not us, who? If not now, when? If you're looking to buy or sell real estate, give O'Hare & Company Real Estate a call at 281-373-3393, 281-373-3393, or look us up on the web at O'HaraRE.com. I'm Kevin O'Hara. God bless America, and God bless Texas. Children in poverty, each one unique, each one full of dreams. They're our hope, our future. They're the reason Children International exists. When the whole world changed, we developed new ways to reach children and families in poverty during these vulnerable times. I'm learning every day. I'm healthy and strong. To learn more, go to children.org help today. KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients 
And if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. He makes up a song, put it in the middle of a show. That justice is one thing you can always find. You gotta saddle up your horse, you gotta draw a hard line. Most settles will see a victory tour and we'll all be back on the local saloon. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces singing whiskey for my man, me for my horses. Singing whiskey for my man, me for my horses. There you go, friends. <laughs> All right, what are we going to talk about now? Give us a call if you want to, anything you want to talk about, call me, 281-558-573. What's next on the merry-go-round? Well, what I want to talk about is this. Uh, This Celtics player, okay? I know this is not a sports uh, station, and I'm not going to talk sports, but I will say this Celtics player, he's from Turkey, Anus Cantor, he had the most courage of any athlete that I have seen this year or in the last, my memory. Uh, He torches Nike for remaining silent on China's slave labor. Now think about this, okay? We're getting ready to have the Olympics here this winter in China. Well, let's go back to the 1930s. I think there was an Olympics in uh, Germany. And let's see, then Germany was attacking, well, you know, was not doing anything while they had the Olympics, but shortly thereafter they invaded Poland, then they invaded Eastern Europe, and then they set up the concentration camps, and then there was Buchenwald, and then there was Auschwitz, and then there was the Chambers. And what are we doing? What are we doing as a Western society going to China to have the Olympics? Look at the parallels in history. You want to know about the future? Look at the past. After World War and before World War II, when the Olympics occurred under Hitler, right after that, There were invasions. There were invasions. And what's going to happen after we have the Olympics in China? As I'm sitting here, and my name is Frank Smith. Oh, sorry. Spagnoletti. My name is Frank. I'll say that. The Chinese. I'll tell you what. I'll make a bet like uh, Mattress Mac did on the Astros. I bet $3 million against 36 that right after the Olympics, the Chinese invade Taiwan. Who wants to take the bet? Let's take the call on line one. This is uh, Cliff from the Champions area. Hey, Cliff. How you guys doing? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? 
I'm doing fine, and I think Mattress Mac is a genius because he knew how to play the odds. He's probably going to win on both bets, both the re- mattresses and the Astros. Well, he hedged the bet by the mattresses. <laughs> yeah, he hedged his bet, and he's got a lot of business. He's going to win on both. But uh, I, I grew up out here in Champions, and uh, I was driving down the road. I don't live here anymore. I've been gone for a couple of years, and I noticed this federal housing apartments, and I'm not sure they're federal because I didn't, like, check it out, but these apartments going up, and I live in Asia now, and it looks like China. It looks just like China, these, these apartments going up, and it made me think, this is my neighborhood, and this is a federal housing thing. Like, you hear this Corey, whatever his name is, Senator, you know. Corey Booker. Corey Booker. Corey Booker. Yeah, and it's like, my God. This is coming to my old neighborhood. It's really sad. I mean, I live in Asia, and this is how they live over there. You know, these Where do you live houses. in Asia? Where do you live in Asia, Cliff? I live in Chonburi, uh, also known as uh, Pattaya. Oh, in Thailand. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, I've been to Thailand myself. I know how they live over there, and I, I, I don't like it so much. It's mostly, well, where you live in Pattaya, it's not so bad, but in, in the cities, it's like ants. Exactly. Exactly. There's no room. And so now I'm driving down 1960 as we're speaking, and it's like it used to be a little two-lane road through the woods. And now uh, it's, you know, it's it's like Bangkok Freeway almost, you know. There's no room. Let me tell you, let me tell you something, Cliff, why it's going that way. Since you might have not had, you might be included into this, you might not since you've been living in Asia. But this is part of a plan. This is not done by accident. The federal government actually, and this was talked about, we talked about it during the election. I talked about it in terms of Trump put a a moratorium on doing this, what you're talking about, having to put these multi-tenant housings and make, make the communities accept them or they would be denied of federal money. Trump put a moratorium on that. The current administration has a policy, and and the federal government has policies, in order to destroy the suburbs under the guise of diversifying neighborhoods. So they necessarily tell you that, uh, for instance, in White Plains, New York, or in some of the communities in in the uh, you know in Westchester County up there that are kind of exclusive they basically tell them they basically tell them that they have to accept multi-tenant housing or they'll be deprived of all federal funds for the projects they have in their particular counties or communities and that's what's going on I mean I mean Texas uh, we don't have any uh, in Houston let's say we don't have any zoning per se. We have deed restrictions in, in uh, planned neighborhoods, but there is no zoning. But, but effectively, what they want to do, uh, this concept, is to make sure that they break up neighborhoods so you don't have communities uh, of uh, middle-class people, upper-middle-class people living in these areas. They want to break them up and make sure that they have multi-tenant housing and hell in California they you can have a I remember looking at some places in Santa Barbara when my son was out there in school and they and and they you know they were expensive kind of places looking out on the water I mean not really I mean not not crazy expensive like Santa Barbara is now but you know seven figure kind of places and then you had to have low income housing in the same development 
this is what they're doing, my friend. And in yep. Pattaya, at least you're still out there in the jungle, and it's a beautiful place. I know it is, and the water's nice unless you get a tidal wave. <laughs> tsunami. A tsunami. I'm sorry. I should have said tsunami. You can stand corrected. Thanks, Cliff. I appreciate it. Anything else you want to say? No, I think that's just about it. But yeah, you're right. This, remember when they did the Fed? This started with Clinton when you had the uh, drinking age was 18 in Texas. Yeah. And then they said, uh, if you don't, uh, an open container laws. No, they said, if you don't raise your drinking age, then we're not going to give you any federal house, federal highway money. Yeah. Same deal. You know, I had a, I had a law professor in, uh, in law school, and he was at, uh, I went to law school in Georgia at a place called Amory, and, and, uh, this law professor, he was an old-time uh, Georgia lawyer, but he did say one thing, and he used to say this. His name was Ian Agnor. I'm sure he's dead now, but he had written all these books, property law, and he said, with federal money come federal strings. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. And I don't want any federal money, but you know what? I could take that four hundred and fifty grand that they're giving up. <laughs> exactly. it's, ta- it's tax free, and if we double up on that with a couple of kids we carry over the border, hell, man, that's like over a million bucks. I mean, I mean, I'm in the wrong business. I, I got to work for years to turn a case into a million bucks. I'm gonna just go across the bar. I think I found a new business, Cliff. What do you think? It's <laughs> a weekend. I'm all in. Yeah, you're gonna I'm be in on in. it too. All of us are gonna go down there. All of a sudden, they're gonna have migrants that are of. Well, I mean, I'm gonna have migrants of of of, of, of established uh, white and black people in the U.S. who've been working, brown people who've been working all these years. We're all gonna go south. And we're going to come back again. Well, I'm migrating back again, but I don't have a citizenship. I want my money. <laughs> I want all those taxes I paid for. <laughs> See you, Cliff. I'm going to bring over some ladies from Thailand. How about we do that with them? Well, I can't comment on that, brother. I can't comment on that. Good talking to you, Cliff. Take Enjoy care. Enjoy your show. Thank yeah. you. Oh, my God. So I was talking about this Celtics guy, Enos Cantor. And give me a call at 281-558-5738 if you want to talk about something. But Enos Cantor is a brave man. He's he's a not quite a superstar. He's from Turkey, and he plays for the Celtics. And he comes out and basically calls out Nike. Nike, Okay who has all their sneakers made, a lot of their sneakers or whatever. I don't guess, I don't know if you call them sneakers anymore. I guess they're athletic shoes or something. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, it was Converse. And then from Converse, you know, we were, we were very excited on the basketball team I played on to drive to a store that finally had Pumas. But that was a new thing, okay? But these, these Nike athletic shoes, basketball shoes, whatever you want to call them, are made with slave labor, okay? They're made with slave labor, what they're doing to these people. Now, look, I don't know whether or not I would believe anything the Uyghurs believe. I mean, I mean, first of all, they're not my religion. They're Muslim. I'm Christian. Uh, but I do know this. I don't think they should be experimented upon. I don't think, I don't think the women ought to be raped. I don't think that they ought to be forced into labor and put into camps. I I know that as a as a human being and as a person who believes in 
some sense of morality that this is a wrong thing to do to any human being. Even if they're my enemy, I don't believe it's the right thing to do. Now, fighting them in war is one thing. But doing these kinds of things where you're rounding up people, forcing them into labor, forcing them to work in your factories, and then having American companies profiteer on it, and then having American companies preach to us about how immoral we are is absolutely ridiculous. And that's the point that the Celtics' Enos Cantor was making. You want to criticize the United States of America LeBron James, you want to criticize the United States of America, NBA, you want to criticize the United States of America, Amazon, you want to criticize the United States of America, Apple, and all the rest of them. I mean, there's a whole list of them. The point is, you want to criticize the United States of America, which is the freest country in the world, which gives the most, has in the past, I don't know what it is now because I don't even recognize the country, but has given the most opportunity for the most people of all colors, all religions, all races, all creeds, all gender persuasions. But yet you won't say a word about what's going on in China. You won't say a word about what's going on with people we don't even know, called the Uyghurs, but we do know that they're in concentration camps. We do know that they're being experimented upon. We do know that their women are being raped and assaulted. We do know that they're being oppressed. And yet, for the filthy dollar, or yen, or no, it won't be the yen, that's Japanese, isn't it? I don't know what, what, what it's yen, it's Chinese. Uh, yeah, one or whatever red, it is. Red, red dollar, I'll call it that. <laughs> Chinese communist red dollar. I don't mind saying that. Uh, for that, for that payment, and for their extortion of the NBA, hell, they shut down the, the Celtics games in China because this individual, Cantor, spoke out. Is that the kind of country we want to operate in? In which if, if, if a player on a team speaks out on behalf of what he believes in or she believes in, we're going to like shut them down? We're going to allow a country to shut them down? If I were head of the NBA, I'd give him the, the middle finger and say, uh, what did they say? Let's know. go Brandon. Is that what they're saying? I'd say that. Only about them. I, and so, and so, oh, I mean, I mean, it's ridiculous. The United States ought to say no. The United States ought to pull out of the Olympics. Then I hear on the other side, well, our Olympic athletes trained for all this. They may have. We should have another Olympics in Western Europe for our people, for the people who have free countries, for the people, for the people embracing our values of freedom, our values of decency. We should not condone for the sake of kowtowing to some international community, the United Nations, BS. The United Nations is so corrupt. True. Instead of kowtowing to that international community, we ought to say, we're leading the world. China's out. That's a bad place to be. But I want our athletes to compete. We're having a, a, a competition in Greece where the Olympics all started.
and we'll pay for it. Hell, we'll pay for everything else. We pay $450,000 a head there, and we pay for trillions of dollars here. We can just print some more money, Francis Riley. We can pay for the Olympics wherever we want them. What do you have to say about that? Well, I think you might have a tr- have trouble having the Winter Olympics in Greece. But <laughs> well, we can. <laughs> they may not have as much. Snow. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so Switzerland. We might find another find another country. We can make the winner. We can. We, that's funny. We can make the Winter Olympians compete in the Summer Olympics. Well, we, we can do a lot of things. I just I think you're on the right tangent. We, just, we can do water. Skiing. We just need to go a little further north. If you can snow ski, you can water ski. Come on, you just got to be. You got to be. Uh, uh, adapting, but, let, but you know, let's just compare this guy who makes a stand based on what he believes and what many, many Americans believe. And we hear this nonsense about uh, well, we're going to offend the Chinese. Here they're raping, force organ donors. They're doing all kinds of awful, oh, don't terrible forget the, things. Don't forget the COVID nineteen. Well, I was going to, I was going to get to it. So then we have our owner here in in the Texans. I still want to sue them. Well, yeah, he makes a comment about the China flu, and of course the NFL comes down on him, and he has to apologize. He's apologizing because apparently he offended them for, I don't know, killing how many, uh, seven thousand Americans. Yeah, they're offended. Okay, you know what? I'm offended, and I'm a, and I can't understand why the NFL and these and these people all want to bow down. To China and that regime that does nothing but oppresses people. Yeah, not only that, but it, it, how stupid are we? I mean, every, I mean, it's like painted there. It's a whole mural painted on the wall, and yet our government has been bought and sold by the Chinese is leading us down this path. Everything that has been done in the last ten months has been to weaken the United States of America. Now, many months ago, I said that that this guy was a Trojan horse, and now we see it. He was a Trojan horse. And, 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 and we see, I mean, China doesn't have to fire a shot. They don't need a supersonic missile. They don't need to do anything. They All they need to do is to corrupt our leaders, and have them tear us down from the inside under the guise of climate change, under the guise of Green New Deal, under the guise of racism, under the guise of any one of these like buzzwords that they use. Well, you know what? America, every country has racial issues in it. You think the Nigerians are going to love you if you go over there? I don't think so, because they love their country and they love their culture. What they're going to do to you, maybe, I don't know, maybe they will allow you to work, but maybe not. Most countries don't like anybody but themselves. The United States is the most diverse, racial, racially diverse country in the world. It is the most embracing country in the world. I mean, it has had, you know, 500 years ago had racial issues. Does there's some remnants of that around? Sure. But there's remnants all over the world. The Chinese are the most racist country in the world. And yet we try to undercut the United States of America. 
Uh, it, it makes me disgusted. But let me say this. Yeah, I want to. I want to switch subjects here. Here's the United Nations. How about this? Tells Texas, curb your reliance on oil and gas to remain prosperous in the era of climate change. Huh. You know what I say to that? There. I just did a high hard one for them. I just slapped my. I just gave them. I just gave them that signal, the Italian salute, which is basically the middle figure finger. The hell with the United Nations. That's what I have to say when they tell Texas about this, because the United Nations was never about America. The United Nations was making America part and of a world government. It was part about minimizing America. And I think I lost my connection with Facebook, but I think I ran my battery out, but the show's almost <laughs> over. Anyway, the point is, the United Nations was never about America. Whatever the United Nations tells Texas to do, we ought to tell them the opposite. What do you think, Francis? I mean, this is ridiculous. I, 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 go, back, I go back to fundamental values. I don't think any man should ever have to apologize for making a living. I don't think Texans who are trying to make a living and feed their families and put a roof over their heads and take care of their communities should ever apologize to the U.N. for pumping oil and, and making this country run. A country runs on energy, and we're down here as the engine room, and we're having to listen to a bunch of bunk by uh, I don't know who these people are uh, who who've never had a real job, done any real work, and provided anything other than for themselves. Well, what I got to say about that is that, is that uh, look, I'm not against other energy sources, okay? I'm not against, I mean, I'm not like, uh, you know, somebody who's against progress in energy and different kinds of energy. But what I am against is, I don't know why, and it's it's basically the idea of these people that advance these so-called progressive agendas. They feel like they got to tear down what existed in order to progress. That is the problem uh, for me. You understand? You don't need to tear down our society and our history in order to progress socially. You don't need to tear down our economy in order to diversify it and progress. You can integrate new energy sources over time, and the marketplace will adjust to that over time to be able to uh, adapt to those things that are successful. We know, for instance, with wind farms. Everybody, wind farms, wind farms, wind farms. Well, we also know that wind farms are very much polluters. You you can't even, the blades, you cannot, you have to dispose of them as, as if they're uh, nuclear waste because of what they're composed of. So they have these big waste areas, they got to dig holes and bury the blades. Obviously, that's not developed enough to be ecologically uh, positive. So instead of having a carbon footprint, we're going to have these waste dumps of wind blades. Not only that, you basically you basically don't have you don't have any dependability on these energy sources yet. They haven't been developed enough. The, uh, with regard to electric electric cars or or electric anything with re- that relies on batteries, we don't have the rare earth minerals to make the batteries. Right now, we're we're, we're like sucking wind on on chips for our phones for our cars. Why? Because the chips are made over in Asia. 
and there's a shortage of them. They can't get them in. They can't produce cars in the United States of America because we're dependent on that supply chain. What if we were dependent now? We all go, Green New Deal. And all of a sudden, we're dependent upon uh, the Chinese for rare earth minerals to be able to make the batteries to make the cars. And then they decide in the middle of like a confrontation with them, no more rare earth minerals. No more chips. What are we doing? We'll have to get the horses back. We'll have to like ride cavalry or something in order to fight a war. It's ridiculous. You play to your strength. You diversify your economy and you build on that. We get anyway. That's my thoughts. Go ahead, Francis. You got any thoughts? Yeah, I do. I I think you know. I think Texas is under under attack. You know, Texas is a, you know, let's call it a a strong Republican well, state. Not only uh, Texas, though. But, but but let's talk about Texas just for a second. They want to demonize oil, which is which has been a backbone of the economy because they don't have any. That's okay. They want to destroy our border and and make rules and and, and have an invasion. Uh, they they now as the as the caller mentioned have this ridiculous we can, it's okay to shoplift under a thousand dollars. I mean, we, we, so we want to go tonight. Huh? Even market. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to. Where do you want to go get the thousand dollars? We can get a thousand dollars. I'm one of those strange guys that fears God. I ain't stealing anything from anybody. Well, God will forgive you. And I don't think so. <laughs> I, I can assure you there's four words that no man wants to hear, and those words are, words are I don't know you. <laughs> but God will forgive you no matter what as long as you ask for the forgiveness. Uh, you know All what? right, we're going off. This is the end of the show tonight. It was a little random and crazy. I did have a picture here of a girl dressed up in a football uniform that I wanted to talk about, but I'll do that next week. I thought that was your Halloween costume you were showing off. <laughs> well... <laughs> It might be. <laughs> Bye. Take care. Have a great weekend. You are listening to Frankly Talking here on 700 AM KSEV. Listen us next week, like every Friday at 6 p.m. on Frankly Talking, a radio show for Texas with your host, Frank Spagnoletti.